0: Hello, and welcome to the SQA Historical Committee podcast. My name is Joanne Boyd. Um, I'm involved with the Beyond Compliance uh, Specialty Section, um, the Historical Committee, and the Program Committee, and I've actually sat in uh, on meetings uh, to start as a membership with the uh, uh, GMP and the medical device. So um, I am here today with Catherine Hackett-Fields, to learn about her experience with the roots of QA and SQA, and I'm sure she's got a lot of good history for us. So my first question for you is about when and how did you ever get involved in QA?
1: Well, uh, thank you for the opportunity. First, uh, I was working as a uh, technician and then a laboratory supervisor in a very busy, busy contract facility uh, with uh, laboratory animals when these um, things called the GLPs were introduced by FDA, so it's mid-70s or so. And we were, um, uh, we supervisors were given a little booklet and said, here, make it happen. And we had no idea <laughs> what we were doing. So, so I came to it from the supervisory end, and um, some words as a supervisor stood right out for me, like training, things like that, CVs. So that was, we, we just sort of started to, start to haphazardly develop uh, what we thought we needed. And so you can see that was not a very effective uh, beginning, but it was a uh, it was it was excellent because I had the um, the technical experience coming into it before ever getting involved with uh, you know QA as a discipline. Um, at that time, uh, pencil data was normal. There was you know uh, you might you'd have a date you know March 17th, but year we knew what year it was. <laughs> so a lot of things didn't get written down or taken care of, and then these. Uh, the regulations uh, had this wonderful definition of raw data. And I, I have to tell you, Joanne, for the first time I read the GLPs, I thought they were great. I said, this is really what, what's needed. Because as a technician and as a supervisor, we were, you know, we were doing some QA functions in a different way, you know, finding things, correcting things, yes. um, trying to you know, just make things better with the constraints of no time. And another project coming down, and just get it done, get it done, get it done. And so uh, so right away, it was an atmosphere that was uh, you know, crying out for order. So that's, that's, that's where I started out in the, uh, you know, when, after AGLPs hit in, so I guess, 76, it became effective, uh, there we were. And everything just changed in a heartbeat.
0: So you were in the beginning of that. So <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. So, uh, you went from a technical area to QA, and you haven't gone back, you've stayed with QA.
1: Yeah, it was a little gradual thing. Uh, The the, the company I was with was, um, uh, they went into a partnership with a much larger company, and they wanted about 40 employees um, lifted from the former company, put into the new one, uh, fully trained, uh, certified in uh, uh, laboratory animal accreditation through ALAS, and um, writing SOPs. So, we sort of got involved into that. So I was uh, you know, in the middle of that when uh, uh, like many of us do with our networking, uh, a friend called me out of the blue and said, you know, there's this little, little tiny, even smaller contract company that wants to get into the GLPs. And so that was uh, my first ground up. Uh, I was the one person QAU. Uh, they were doing um, mostly work with the cosmetic industries. And um, you know, so they w- wanted to come into this GLP area because of the attractiveness of the money. So, that, so that's another, uh, th- a little red flag for us. You know, wh- when, when there are um, economic, um, you know, it, it seems like a pine, it's, oh, we'll make all this money on GLP. But if you don't do it right the first time, you know, you're gonna wind up spending a lot more making it right the second time. And so, so a lot of these companies learn that the hard way. But, 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 but as a one person QAU, again, you had to just get, it, you know, to, to do everything. And, and then, of course, you've got the animal welfare as well. So it was, a, it was a great, big, messy job. Um, when I would come to inspect you, maybe you're uh, an animal caretaker uh, sanitizing racks, uh, they thought I was inspecting them because I thought they didn't know what they were doing. Ah. So that's uh, you know, quite an atmosphere to come into. So it, it, it is not, um, it's you know, the, the knowledge of the GLPs, how, you know, how to apply certain things, won't do any good in the world without the people skills. That's true. So that was uh, so that was the second big hurdle, was uh, you know starting this QA unit in a company that didn't have anything like it before, but I, I didn't realize until I was at halfway into it about the uh, the suspicion, uh, resentment, yeah. um, thinking that oh this is some privileged person coming in you know who is this person, and so now we have uh, um, you know the QA professional today has a lot more opportunity to get that um, that that backing. Um, our crop accreditation as they get a little further down. But again, n- none of that existed then. And so um, you, you learned uh, through a lot of hard knocks, probably more than anything else, but those are the lessons we remembered. And uh, it was very rare that, that um, we would repeat the same mistake. And so that was, um, but it was, uh, you know, to have, the, to have what we have now, you know, the online education, the mentoring programs, the meetings themselves, the quality college, the chapters, the specialty sections, you know, nothing like it then.
0: I agree. Nothing like it. So what, uh, what got you involved with SQA? And to what level?
1: Mm, well, um, I'm one of those folks that uh, came in without, uh, without a college degree. And uh, in my family, you you'd work, you got out of high school, you worked. Um, and So that was, you know, was kind of how it, how it was. And um, so I really didn't, it was more of my, the work I was doing that gave me direction instead of the other way around. And so it was pretty logical at least you know to to have that because I, I heard that uh, SQA started out as, as a round table, as a bunch of you know people like me said, what what do we do with this? what do we do with these Now by the time I got into the into my first QA job, SQA was there, thank God so, so that was <laughs> something to go to so I, I guess I, I really cannot remember joy how I heard about it how I found out about it. but I remember going to my first annual meeting and it was it was just so um, you know, so, so reassuring. I think That's the best word to find out, you know, that I wasn't alone. <laughs> and there were hundreds of people like me trying to figure all this out. And um, so I became, um, you know, very integrated into it very quickly. I remember being, I was on the program committee and just different things. And, you know, then you sat down and, okay, what are we going to present next year? Now it's abstract driven and the community presents it, you know, which, which is great. But it wasn't like that. It was like many other societies. You know, we have to do this. It was a little nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. it, it was like having a baby you didn't want to drop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so it was just, but it was, but it was very open. There was no hierarchy. It was a very open and welcoming group. Uh, lunchtimes were like little sessions in themselves. Right. And uh, a lot of us didn't even have business cards. We just, you know, just, tr- just you know, scrolled down a phone number on the program. And, but, that, but that's how we started. So as, as we further out-networked, and as the society itself, you know, grew and changed, they got more sophisticated. I, I, I can't believe this, you know, what we have now, you know, I've got this app on my phone. <laughs> you I know, know. Just since you I've know.
0: been, it's, it's been, a, been mm-hmm. a difference too. Yep. So what other committees were you involved with besides the program committee?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. They, uh, well, I've, I've been with with, with the, uh, I've been involved with the mentoring program. Uh, I know have a, well, the you know, but, 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 but program was really, for quite a while, um, uh, with a newsletter be before they had Board of Publications, because mm-hmm. writing was an easy thing for me to do. But it was, um, but there was still, and that really just, uh, you know, maybe a, a, a poster, a presentation, kind of getting involved that way. Great. Yeah, you know, because it was, um, you know, we, we would all convince our companies, you want to see your name on their program, so I, I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> so in the time you've been with
0: SQA, mm-hmm. can you think of any outstanding memories or or any things that, that had, uh, a historical impact for mm. you.
1: Well, I think just the um, the progression of the the high level regulators from being these these distant scary figures to becoming uh, you know peers and friends and people you could actually talk to. Um, the, the, the first time that um, because that I, I guess that was really the you know well, one of the bigger things to me was that the uh, SQA took away. Uh, the whole fear factor. Well, maybe, yeah, 80% of it. <laughs> but with, 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 they, they took away a, a lot of that. And, and, and but also just the, um, you know, the, the ability to, um, um, well, the, well, the historical committee itself, you know, they're, they're always, you know, taking photographs. You never really see them around in a way. But then they, but then they give you back, you know, the, the last meeting, they give you back all these things. So I, I actually it's actually the historical committee sometimes that' I'll, you know they are just going through the photographs and the, the, the continual slideshows but uh, I guess when when the when the um, back in the 80s when the EPA regulations came in you know that that was a big um, uh, that was a big event for us because I had um, move, moved into a little different work and uh, agricultural research was coming in and and that was um, you know I wasn't really doing really much with, with EPA but that was uh, so well, let me go to those sessions and, and see what it's about, and then I wind up there. So I think it's it's more that it, we're almost um, you know creating our own history as we go along. But but but, but all, all, all you know the folks like uh, well Paul Laporte, one of the first yeah. you know one of the first uh, people that we were exposed to, and uh, Francesca Liam, and you know you you, you knew you knew you were uh, an SQA professional when you had no problem understanding her accent. <laughs> so, That's true. I've got it now. <laughs> Or, or, or the time that we had to, uh, uh, there was maybe a government shutdown or something, and we couldn't, people just could not be on site. And we, we had a session with just speakers being the people. You know, mm-hmm. like a, they, they were just speaking to us. And, and and I for the first five minutes, I said, oh, this is never going to work. And then I said, well, you know, we're this is who we are. We make it work. And the room was quiet and still, and nobody complained. It was, you know, it, it was just the people took everything in stride. You know, so, so all along the way, you know, it's just been... Um, you know, the, the SQA has taught us to just to just take things in stride. You know, the the, uh, the the changes FDA would like to make to its regulations, things like that. You know, you know, we don't panic. We form a task group and analyze it. So I, I, I think it's just been more more the reactions of, of SQA to the environment, and and I, I think they do stay at least two steps ahead. I really do. I think so You know, so to too. have to have uh, everything that we have in place now, and and with more coming on, it's just been extraordinary and. Um, you know, and, and, and then the friendships too, you know, uh, that's really, so it, it's, it's really been more for me about the society than, than really, you know, individual stars. It, 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 was, it, was, it was so nice to be part of a Jim McCormick's, you know, retirement, you know, uh, celebration this exactly. morning. Exactly. You know, so, so, so it, it's just that, you know, the, the, this group has taken these, you know, sterile, get it done regulations and made it into a society, made it into a community. You know, we we and we use that phrase, the regulated community. Mm-hmm. But but here it feels like that. You know, so I think it's really just the whole evolution of, of really just everybody. Because you, you'd have someone, um, you know, someone brand new uh, you know come to one of the meetings and maybe meet them at lunch or whatever. And then you say, Well, well, come on with me for the afternoon. You hook up a little bit and you just you know you just kinda go around with each other. And then every time you see that person in the hall, you wave. And, and so it, it's just that, that the you know that, that this place gives us everyone well it wants the safe space now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This gives us a safe space to be those those, those nerdy wonky uh, QA professionals <laughs> that uh, you know, aren't always so, so understood, um, you know, by, by by the outside world. But but here when we get together, it's uh, the the energy is just and the really growth,
0: terrific. The growth is due to you and the several other people like you. So mm, that's no, helped a lot. It's been a, a
1: privilege. Been a privilege.
0: And it's good for new staff, too, mm-hmm. coming in. So if you were speaking to a new SQA member now, what advice would you give them?
1: Well, actually, uh, I, I, um, I did have a chance to do just that. I'm, I'm one of the uh, meeting ambassadors, so I, I was actually assigned <laughs> to a brand-new person coming into the meeting. And I, 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 we had a uh, conversation on the phone beforehand. I said, get rest. <laughs> I said, this is one of the most tiring, demanding, grueling meetings you'll be going to, but it's the most fun because it's all about us. It's all about us in QA. And uh, to uh, you know, to just um, uh, you know, spend a little time thinking about you know what exactly you need right now, mm-hmm. you know, in, in your in your next three months, uh, you know, focus on that, but also just just keep on doing that, you know, what 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 what, need, what my, I need in the next year or so, and then just get on that website and start looking around. So I used to tell people just to you know just go to the resources first, you know, get get comfortable there. But but really, I just ask them. Well, what what, what's going on right now? And and, and we sort of start from there, because if if I get that answered, then I have a lot more faith in the organization, and and I see that they're they're not interested in telling me something; they're interested in hearing what I need and helping me with it. That's good. This has never been a telling kind of a society. It's always been very much a sharing, you know, kind of a society. So the, uh, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, um, you know, to, to just buttonhole somebody and ask something, you know. And, and if the person doesn't have time, they will tell you that and, and they'll, but they'll, they'll set up a time to get back with you. I have never been ignored here. I've never been made to feel like, well, you've just got a year you know, kind of a thing. Um, you know, it's just that kind of a group. It know? is, it really it is. is, you know. So, so as a new QA person, just, just take advantage of whatever you need, but also, you know, stretch. Uh, go to something that you know. I have no idea what that is, you know. So you know, go go listen to one of the speakers for a little while. We're we'll you know, we're adults. We can leave a session if we have to. That's what I tell them too. If a session's not really working out for well, don't just sit there and you know. Do, go, go do something else. Go to the poster session. Go talk to somebody. Just you know, just go do something else. And uh, but you know, but above all, get your rest. <laughs> I really do sell them that because by by by, thir- by Thursday morning, you're getting a little a little frayed around mm. the edges. And so, so you, so you do need to kind of treat this as sort of a, sort of a, a, a fun marathon. Yes. Very much. Yeah, and the, with
0: all the the opportunities to hear different speakers, mm-hmm. you've got to pick out the ones that that. It, it's hard to pick them, and then know you can't go to another one that's yeah. being done at the same and, and time. And give
1: yourself so. that permission to rest because we're we're processing so much, mm-hmm. and, and that's why it's tiring. It's, it's mentally tiring, but it's a it's also a fun meeting. So you really got to balance that out a bit. That's good advice. That's good advice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I
0: appreciate your time, Okay, oh, and ha- uh, I'm very, very happy you had the time to come in. I think you've got a lot of good advice and a lot of good information, and you've given me some that I didn't know about also. so oh, cool. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you again. Thank you, Joaquin.